Thanks for tuning in. This episode was originally recorded for YouTube, so some references might be lost on listeners. To get the full experience and to view current episodes, go to youtube.com forward slash at Rob Talks Beer. That's youtube.com forward slash the at symbol Rob Talks Beer. All right, let's go to the episode. Rob from the Internet Talks About Beer. Every episode will showcase a beer style, discussing its history, its makeup, and flavor profile. We'll also give our opinions on the style and give a good example of that style. Welcome to Rob from the Internet Talks About Beer, a show where we discuss different styles of beer, a little bit about their history, and their flavor profiles. I'm Rob from the Internet. Let's talk about beer. All right, since this is our first show, I'd like to say a little bit about what this show will be and what this show won't be. My intent is to give lighthearted reviews of different styles of beer and give viewers a little bit of history about that style. This will not be a technical show by any means. This is a show that will try to relate beer styles to people in everyday terms. Um, My hope is that it will inspire people to try different styles of beer. So whenever possible, um, my guests and I will have the same beer so we can compare and contrast to to show that even if two people drink the same beer, they might have a different experience with it. Uh, When it's not possible to have the same beer, my guests and I will have the same style of beer so that we have a common frame of reference when we're having our discussion. All right, having said that, let's talk about some beer. Joining me today is Andrew Henry, a brewer with Royal City Brewing Company. Um, if you if you would, tell us a little bit about yourself, Andrew. Uh, my name is Andrew. Uh, I brew for Royal City Brewing Company, as you said. Uh, I've been brewing for, well, I've been in the industry for 30 years, um, I've brewed at a seven different breweries uh, over the over the years, mostly in Ontario, but uh, also one in uh, British Columbia. And uh, I don't know, I, I I don't know what else to tell you. I, that, as that. you can see, I'm very <laughs> handsome. Uh, got got that COVID hair going on. What? I, I shaved and got myself ready for this. <laughs> you notice I'm wearing a hat today because I also have COVID hair going on. If I take my hat off, it looks like there's a mushroom sitting on my head because it's nice and big and poofy. Um, I right. do not. I do not have COVID hair going on. This is <laughs> oh, this, this is just your hair everyday thing. hair. Gotcha. This I gotcha. <laughs> I'm actually my my friends will tell you that I'm cleaned up pretty good for this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we're going to be talking about um, a session IPA, correct? Yes. All right. So today's beer is is a session IPA. Uh, for people who don't understand, can you explain what session means when it comes to beer? Well, I, I don't know if I can explain that, but I can give you my best uh, give shot. Us, give us your best shot. If not, I have I have a little blurb that I picked off of Wikipedia. <laughs> as far as I can tell, session uh, 
Well, session has kind of replaced the word light, you know. Uh, exactly. A, a, uh, and then I find it a far better word than light. I, I really hate the word light uh, in, in naming beers. I'm not a huge fan of the word session myself, but I like it far more than, than, than light. Um, so, yeah, I think that, I think that's, you know, it's sessionable. Exactly. Exactly. Hard word to say the farther you, the more drink, the more drinking you've done is a hard word to say. It, it, this is just true. After four or five sessionable beers, they become sessionable <laughs> beers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, session from, from my, my terminology and, and what the official definition are, are pretty similar. So less alcohol, which may or may not be a good thing, depending on your, your point of view. Um, modern. And what do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> modern session IPAs tend to fall below 5%. Uh, although historically the style is supposed to be around four and a half percent or so. So today's session IPAs are actually more in line alcohol level as with, with traditional IPAs. Um, with the lower alcohol comes a thinner body. So uh, these are the type of beers that you can drink on repeat, or as I call them, they're the type of beers that you can you can sit on the patio and pound all day. So it's a patio pounder. That's and that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I will be joining you shortly. Um, so in terms, I gotta of, say, I gotta say, can I can I break in for a second? Sure. Uh, when when you say historically speaking, uh, session IPAs have been something. This this is a phrase that's been around for five or six years. No, 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 so, no, no. Uh, what I meant to say, what what I was what I was trying to convey was that traditionally IPAs themselves. Um, oh, okay. I said I my my apologies. Yeah, traditional IPAs were only you know were only around four and a half to five percent. So calling today's session IPAs. They're, they're more in line with, with what the traditional IPA alcohol content was. Okay. You know, um, despite, what, despite what popular legend and myth would have you, have you think that, you know, oh, IPAs have always been heavy on the alcohol. They haven't been. Um, traditional IPAs were always 5% or less. They were just really hoppy because they had lots of hops in them. <laughs> it's true, but it's true. That, that opens a whole other conversation we could have you know about uh i realized that you know way back way in the way backs uh traditional ipas you know were were far lower than uh are, are perceived or were are popularly perceived to be uh but then the argument is made to you know there's another argument that kind of society like things evolve and society well for when ipas started coming back uh they were considered to be you know high alcohol not high out al not high alcohol medium high alcohol right like six six five um uh and i kind of wonder if who cares what it happened in the way back what happens what what matters is what the public perceives this is uh, true. uh but anyway that's a whole that's a different episode right? that's a whole like other show yeah that's a whole yeah. other show yeah all right. Um, so, so typically, uh, well, let, let me, let me back up a little bit. What style of IP is this other than being session? Is it, is it, does it lean more towards, um, 
a British IPA? Or does this, this one lean more towards like a West Coast IPA? Or does it lean more towards like the East Coast IPAs where it's the, the heavy, heavy fruit flavors and less bitter? Tell me a little bit about the beer we're going to be drinking today. Well, I don't, I don't really get a lot of fruit out of this. I, to me, this is a more traditional, uh, traditional beer. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a. My palate is awful. I, I'm not going to be able to, to <laughs> tell you with my, uh, with oh. my descriptors here. Oh, that's fine. But, uh, it's a, it's a nice crisp, bitter, and 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 I, qu- quite bitter compared to. Uh, well, not quite bitter compared to other sessionable IPAs, but uh, I, I actually mostly drink pale ales. And it's, so this is, a, to me, is a very bitter pale ale. You know okay. what I mean? Yep. Uh, but it's, but it's, you know, uh, it's, it's not 6% or 6.5%. It's, it's, I don't know, 4, 9 or, I, you probably, you probably got a can. Of, I got a can in front of me. It's, yeah, so I, I still actually have to grab my can. It's, it's in the fridge behind me. So why it's don't cool I do pot. that? Yeah, why don't I do that right now? Okay. All right. So yes, it's four point five percent. For anybody who's interested, here's what the can looks like. It's a lovely kind of orangish color. It says Royal City Exhibition Session IPA on it. All it's right. a very, it's a very orangish color. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we don't use absolutes anymore. It's an orangish color. <laughs> can can you get more orange than this? Oh, well, I mean, it's not quite I'm pumpkin more, orange. I'm more orange. <laughs> All right, so it's got a really light aroma. It's not. It's not. It's not like uh, punching me in the nose. No. Um. Smell it smells a little a little a little bit tropical, not 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 like super tropical like you get with the uh the New England style IPAs. Oh, that is bitter. You get it right away. It's it, it, it's it's not one of those um that you get it on the back end. You get it right right away when no, you it's... start right, right, when you start drinking it. Yeah. It's it's quite it's quite nice though. Um it is uh, similar in profile. I would say it is more similar in profile to a traditional British IPA in, in the, uh, the amount of bitterness that it has and where it gets you, um, as opposed to some of the, uh, the, more, modern, the more modern IPAs where you, you'll get a lot of the, uh, the piney and the hoppiness right up front, but then you get bitter on the back end or, or more towards the middle in the back. Whereas this, it's just like right when you drink it, it's like, oh, here I am, I'm bitter. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what this beer is about. But it's but, but on the uh, in in the like it's not a hop bomb. Like you remember hop bombs, you know where. Yes. Oh, I, believe I me, yes. That, <laughs> I do find that this beer is 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 supported by you know, it, it's it's the, the 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 bitterness is supported by 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 the maltiness. You know there yeah. is a there is a multi backbone there. It's not huge, you know. It's it, but uh, uh, I find this to be a. A, a fairly balanced beer. Yeah, it, it is. It's fairly balanced. So it's not, you know, there was there was a while there where I could I could say with with uh, with all impunity that I hated IPAs for the longest time because everybody was trying to out hop and out bitter each other, and I couldn't stand it. 
you know, get, give me a solidly balanced beer that's got a nice malt backbone with that with that bitterness in it, and I'll drink it all day long, and and uh, I'll enjoy it. But you start you start getting to where I mean, it got to a point to where I felt like they were just trying to see how how bitter and how unpalatable they could make beers before people stopped drinking them. I mean, that's the way I felt. What was fun, what was fun about it at first was uh, seeing all the different hops being used. Uh, for instance, uh, like I can remember when, um, uh, what was it? The spearhead Hawaiian, uh, oh, uh Kahuna, right? Is it that what it's called? I, have... I think it was spearhead Hawaiian. Oh, maybe it is. Hawaiian. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The, the barrel aged one was called big Kahuna, I think is, is what it was. And when that first came out, I remember, I remember, uh, that being served at, at my, at my local and, uh, you know, that was like an, that was like a big kind of, it was kind of a hop bomb, but, uh, at the time, but, but it was just fun seeing new hops being used in these kind of traditional recipes. Uh, and so that was happening at first, you know, they, they'd take their traditional kind of IPA recipe or whatever recipe and put different hops or different, try different things. But then it, then it, then it went too far. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But the Stuff yeah. like that was really fun. It was really fun to watch uh, people playing with with tradition. Yeah. Um, and then, like like you said, they went too far. You know, they they didn't they they didn't uh, they they pondered whether or not they could, not whether or not they should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you can doesn't mean. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, how how long have you been with uh, Royal City? Did you say it earlier, and I missed it? I did not. Uh, I've been with the Royal City about, uh, about three years now, maybe three and a half years. Yeah, no. uh, and, I, and, uh, and I love Royal City. Royal City for me is amazing because I can walk there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you can stumble home. <laughs> it, well, exactly. That's and that's been it's actually been important for all the breweries I've worked at. I hate I don't I hate driving to work because I work at a brewery. Right, like I don't want to drive home. <laughs> I shouldn't drive home. Um, there's been there, there was one brewery I worked at where there was sometimes it was really hard to get to, and I had to drive sometimes, and that sucked because after work you want to sit around and have a beer or two with your with your coworkers. Um, so I've been I've been I've been quite blessed uh, in a lot of my breweries that I've been able to either walk or bike to, um, and it's good for you. And it's good for the environment. <laughs> I was going to say, what's good for you? Working at a brewery or not having to drive? But then, yeah. <laughs> Walking and biking and, and, and drinking. <laughs> and drinking. That's right. That's right. So um, how did you get into beer? How did you get into craft brewing and, and becoming a brewer? <laughs> Nepotism. Always the best way in. <laughs> I was uh, uh, I was 19, and uh, I needed a job. I, I was in college, but I wasn't going to be going back to college. Uh, um, I, <laughs> for, that's a different story. <laughs> um, and I needed a job, uh, so this gets a little cluttered here, but um, the son of my godfather uh was one of the co-founders of upper canada brewing company i don't know if you're 
Do you know Upper Canada Brewing Company? I, I, I have to say, I do not. I mean, I am a transplant. I've only been in Canada for yeah. three years. So. Well, you're new and you probably don't even have any rush records, do you? Uh, I, I, come on now. I, I, I had one. Yeah. I had uh, one Rush record when I was in high school, but they've never been my favorite band. No. So. Well, I know they're I know they're not your favorite band, but you gotta have one in your collection if you're gonna live here. Just one. <laughs> I was actually, believe it or not, um, I, I, I'm originally from from Illinois, and um, the Tragically Hip actually has a bit of a following in Illinois, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. So I actually knew who the Tragically Hip was um, when I was in junior high and high school, and. Uh, while while my other friends who were who were more into the uh, the the more traditional rock were the Rush fans, I was I've I've always been more of that kind of alternative sound type thing, and and I was listening to the hip with the other uh, the other emo kids from theater group. <laughs> That's so funny, man. That that the the hip are like kind of alternative because I I like the town I grew up in is, is Belleville, which is right next yep. to Kingston, which yep. is where the where from. they're from, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and my, like, I saw the hip very, very early and I, I've all like the hip are great. You know, that, you know, that's just obvious. Um, but a lot, when growing up, a lot of people in my town and I, I'm a musician as well. Uh, well, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm a drummer as well. Uh, <laughs> you just bang on things, right? I got it. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, a lot of, a lot of the other musicians, in my town and we're like teenagers when i say musicians i mean like kids right uh, they're like you know the tragically hip you know they're just like a rock band you know what do they do that's interesting they're just playing like you know a few chords and they're not doing anything interesting they're just playing rock and i'm like yeah I, isn't that what we like don't we like rock music i thought we were, <laughs> I thought we were a rock band you know I went, hey <laughs> they, they seem to be really good at it i really like them so, yeah, I mean, uh, you'll get a pass. You get a pass there with your tragically hip early fandom there. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, yeah. what were you saying? I was, I, edit, edit. <laughs> uh, I got a job at the retail store at Upper Canada. Uh, and I, actually, not at the retail store. I was hired as a gardener <laughs> at Upper Canada Brewing Company. And I had no idea. I still, like, my thumbs. Look how white those thumbs are. There's no green thumbs there. I am not a gardener. And uh, th that became very obvious after one day. And so they put me into the retail store uh, where one of my jobs was to work the uh, the sample, the hospitality bar. In uh, my very first day in the retail store, I was reminded that I was supposed to drink with the guests. Uh, <laughs> I have never been that drunk at work before or after in my life. Like I remember stumbling out of Upper Canada that day, trying to like remain upright because you don't. It's my first day in the store. I didn't want to look <laughs> unprofessional. Well, <laughs> and I was trying so hard to stay upright going out, and they're like, "Bye, Andrew," and I'm like, "Bye," you know. And uh, yeah, that was my job for a couple of weeks was to drink with the customers, uh, and eventually they. Uh, they said, Andrew, it's not really working out. Not because of the drinking, but uh, at the time I had very long hair and it just didn't fit with the retail vibe. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't a young, attractive woman. Right, um, right. So, you know, <laughs> so they actually said, we're sorry, we're going to have to either, either let you go uh, or we're going to have to put you into production. And I'm like, production where I get paid like 
way more. Uh, yeah, I'll take production, you know? Uh, so I did a few years, um, like on the bottle line and whatnot. Uh, and then eventually at Upper Canada, I was, uh, like a filler operator. Nice. Uh, and so I didn't actually do any brewing at Upper Canada. I was all, it was all bottle line. And that was for about four years. Uh, but that's how I got into, uh, the, the brewing world nice. and working at Upper Canada, working at Upper Canada was, uh, was a lot of fun. It was a it was a company that that enjoyed its parties uh, and its uh, public social events. So uh, as a 19 year old, all of a sudden I was going to cigar cigar parties <laughs> and uh, and stuff. I had a pretty good education. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. My phone my phone just went off. No, but, uh, uh, you just said I had a pretty good education, and then you went. Uh. <laughs> it was my my text my oh. text education went off, so I had a pretty good education of like fine cigars and fine scotches and 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 good beers uh, when I was pretty young. Um, so that was fun. That's how I got into nice. the industry. But back then there were no <laughs> like when I started started Upper Canada, there was no pale ales or India pale ales in this. You know, there there was beer. There, <laughs> there was beer, yeah, yeah. We had like a lager and a light lager and a dark ale. That was ooh, he's got a dark ale. <laughs> and uh, in the winter time, we had a bock. Um, eventually, Upper Canada had a big lineup, and we did have a pale ale, but it was it, it wasn't good. <laughs> I remember that you know the beers that we drink now, like this one tastes so good um but in in memory the beers that i drank then tasted like they do now but they they, but they didn't. really didn't yeah <laughs> they, you know they were not near near as good as the beers we're drinking now um and that's because there was way more comp i well i don't know why but possibly because uh there's way more competition now we got a you know upper canada didn't really have anyone to to uh compete against you know i think I'm always trying to remember how many breweries there were when I started. And I can't remember exactly in Ontario. I don't mean in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like six or seven or it was under 10 uh, when I started. And we were discussing this like the other day, right? Like it was yep. now like 430 or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, yeah. I, I think it was, was it four? I think it was 492, I think is what the number was for Ontario. So, which is a, which is a, it's a fair number of, of craft breweries. Number of craft breweries. And, uh, I got to and that's awesome. The worst thing about that is that my staff beer has gone down and down and down. The more, the more competition there is, the more you can't, you can't spare any of your beer, right? <laughs> Profit. I understand that it's business. I get that. But still personally on my level, Every every brewery gives its its members uh, its employees staff beer, and uh, you know when I started out, I was getting a two four a week. You know, <laughs> and I don't get a two four a week now. I, I you know I'm I'm very well. Uh, I'm they they keep they keep me in beer, but it's nowhere near the the you know. <laughs> it's nowhere near the the, the soaking in beer levels that you had. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. 
anyway, let's move on. Yes. So um, this beer, how long, how long has Royal City been making this beer? Oh, this beer uh, from day one. Okay, um, so it's a staple for them then. It's it's yeah, been yeah. it's been around forever. Okay. Now now this beer has changed a lot from day one. It's gotten a lot better. Um, the uh, some of the uh, and I'm not going to go into all of it. You'll have to interview Mark Marky uh, to get the particulars of the cellar work. But <laughs> it's gone through a lot of changes uh, process wise. Uh, as well from the beginning it, it's it's been worked on um it is it tastes i liked it at the beginning but it wasn't like uh, you know amazing or anything and when i first tasted it i wasn't working there it was a it was from a royal city was a you know a, another brewery that i didn't work at um but when i first had it i liked it but it wasn't like it didn't find my way into the fridge tons of times but uh, but i liked it but over the years, you know, it's gotten better and better. And and then I started working there. And so, you know, I, I started drinking it just naturally more. Um, and now it's gotten to the, like, now it's actually gotten to the point where it is, it is my favorite beer that I've ever made. Um, and I tried to figure out how many beers I've made the other day. And I. <laughs> Unfathomable number of beers. <laughs> yeah, it, it was because I can't, there's so many of them I. I can't remember. Like, I've made beers that I never drank. You know, they were like small batches, and they went out to some festival and got drank. And I never, like, I had it. I drank it while it was being made, and I tested it while it was being fermented. You know, whatever. But then it was finished, and it's gone. You know, it. Uh, when I worked at Stonehammer, me and Georgie, we made a lot of beers uh, that, you know, small, small batch beers that just I never. I never even tasted, but I, I made them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crying shame, is what that is. <laughs> ah. <laughs> all right. But of all the beers I've ever made, this yeah. is this is favorite. This is uh. Well, uh that that's got to be saying something then. Um. All right. So, other than other than this one, um, there, are, get... there are others. <laughs> yeah. Can can you give me an example uh, of another beer in this same style that you really enjoy? Yeah, I absolutely can, and I wish I had some with me uh, as I look around. Yeah, do, 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 I, do I have any? Do I have any? <laughs> Are they sneaking up on me? Um, uh, what's it called? The uh, switchboard, Muddy York. Muddy York. Have you yeah. Had that? I have yeah. not had that, but though I've had several of Muddy York's beers, and I haven't found one that they make that's bad. Might be something yeah, I don't, you know, there might be something I don't particularly care for as a style. But they, you know, I haven't had a beer of theirs that's bad. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. me too. But the switchboard it comes in a cute little can. Uh, I think it's like purple, and it's got like a switchboard operator girl on it. Um, uh, and it's the same kind of thing. It's like a it's a fashionable IPA. It's uh, it is delicious. Is the uh, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I would would recommend that to anyone. Uh, uh, yeah, well, and that, that actually tied into uh, the, the the next my my next uh, thing that I normally do is give a shout out to a brewery that we think does this style well. And I think you just did that saying Muddy York with their switchboard. 
Um, you know, uh, I honestly, I, I don't have a, a big frame of reference for IPAs, though um, I can say that uh, I've had a couple from, uh, from Stonehooker and I've had a couple from Nickelbrook that have both been really good. Um, I don't have a specific example because, like I said, it's not my, it's not my go-to style. My go-to style happens to be things like uh, ESBs, porters, and stouts. Um, I, like, I like the super malt-heavy beers. Uh, that, that, that's my wheelhouse. <laughs> I do, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> I like, st- I like to drink stout in the winter. I, uh, I drink stout year round. <laughs> I actually have, yeah, I figured. Yeah. I have uh, I have an yeah, Imperial I, stout I on tap and I have a standard stout on tap right now. So. <laughs> have you had that? Uh, oh, what's it called? It's one of these Omni Polo beers. You, you know those guys? Oh yeah, I love Omni Polo. Yeah, they make. Um, they have. I uh, uh, can't remember what the name of it is. Um, comes in the purple and. I like. It's 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 uh uh, uh like cracker. Uh, yeah, graham cra- cracker. Yes, that's the same one. That thing is fantastic. Oh, oh, it's so good, but it it's so dangerous. It is. So- dangerous because you'll sit there and you'll drink one and you're like oh i can have another one of these oh i can have another one of these and then you go to stand up and you're like oh how many of those did i have <laughs> here's the here's a quick story of how good a good of a, a i go my my local is the woolwich yeah you may not have heard of it but uh hopefully if we ever get the chance again right <laughs> uh you should get up to guelph and go to the the woolwich um i think people call it the woolly now but uh I'm cranky, so I'm going to keep calling it the Woolwich. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they had it on. They, I'm going to tell you a story about how good their bar service is. Their 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 bartenders are the my favorite. They're amazing. So I went there. A friend of mine called. He said, "You got to get down here. This there's a stout on tap, uh, and you're going to love it." And so I get down there, and I wish we could remember the name of it. Uh, yeah, I can't. I um I can't think of what it is. It's got it's got some. Some funky edit. name, and I can't think of what it is. Edit, edit the name in. Yeah. So anyway, I was, and uh, so anyway, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> he calls me up and says, "You got to come down here and try it." So I get down there and and I try it, and I'm like, "Oh, oh my god, this is amazing!" And I turn to my bartender, and I'm like, "I will be drinking this all night long." And my bartender turned to me and he said, "You will not." be drinking this all night long. <laughs> he says, you will be allowed to drink that one, and then you were going to drink other beers, and then for your last pint of the night, you can drink another one. Because he knew that I would just drink that all night long. Uh, and that would be... Detrimental. I still got drunk, you know, just off two. And then yeah. the few other... Uh-oh. We seem to be experiencing some technical difficulties with Andrew. Oh, lost you there for a second, Andrew. Am I back? You are. You you froze up for a second. You were you were saying I I was drunk. Uh, I just had the two, and then <laughs> you, you froze up. Oh yeah, I'm just saying how good my bar service was. They knew how they knew how dangerous this beer was. So they you know they lim they. They limited me, <laughs> rightfully, rightfully, rightfully so. Yes, yes, <laughs> rightfully so. Well, excellent. Um, this brings us to the end of the end of the episode. So I, I'd like to thank you for joining us, and I'd like to thank anyone who's watching this video for uh, for watching. If you've enjoyed it, 
please click the subscribe button. Uh, if you want to be notified when new episodes air, click the little bell. It'll, it'll let you know. Uh, you can leave any questions, comments, or suggestions for beer styles that you'd like covered in the comments below. And until next time, cheers. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, Rob. It's been it's fun. It's been fun. Thank you.